You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. So for us, it's not really an issue. Um, people will make noise during elections. It's a bit of a silly season. You're going to find a lot of little political parties being created. Uh, people don't know what these parties are about, except for some person's broad ambitions, and they'll disappear after elections. So for us, it's not really something to be too worried about. It's a silly season. Um, clearly, we have a pensioner who is quite bored with his life. He's got a lot of time in his hands, but it's a quite an incoherent statement. He says he's an AIMS member, yet he's, for, he's going to vote for a party which no one knows about, a party which hasn't been launched, doesn't have leadership, and a party whose chance of, of actually contesting elections is in doubt because of a means is very likely to take them to court around copyright infringement. So how then do you believe that the ANC should respond? Because you are saying you're not taking it seriously, but one looks at the ANC's constitution, for example, um, you know, you think about Section 25, 17, 13, which deals about acts of misconduct, and part of it, it says, um, you know, you may be, a member may be disciplined or have pros- disciplinary <coughs> proceedings against them instituted when they're joining or supporting a political organization or party other than an organization in alliance with the ANC in a manner contrary to the aims, objectives and policy of the ANC. So how do they respond to this? Yeah, no, basically he's throwing the gauntlet down to the ANC, giving the ANC a middle finger, yet he claims to be a disciplined member of the ANC, uh, because uh, very unlikely any political party would tolerate this kind of behaviour from a member. In fact, he should have just had the courage which he claims to have, and just resigned from the ANC. Um, but, you know, I think principles have not been friends with Zuma for a long time. I think Zuma and consistency are not uh, the best of friends because he, he laments all sorts of things about the ANC, yet he was given the task and the honor to lead the ANC for, for a decade. And all the things that he claims are so important to him, he doesn't need to take the Constitution at all. But how do you think the ANC should respond, though? For us, the, well, the ANC has to do with any member who is not disciplined. And Zuma clearly is volunteering himself for disciplinary action. Um, clearly, he doesn't belong in the ANC. For us, the ANC just needs to focus, not to worry too much about the, the rankings of a board pensioner. The ANC should focus on intensifying its efforts to cleanse itself of corrupt elements, um, should focus on renewing itself. And if it makes some individuals who have been compromised, who have been found wanting in commissions of inquiry, that's good. And it should focus on governing. It should focus on fixing ESCOM so we end low shedding, on fixing transit so we can grow the mining, manufacturing, agricultural sectors. It should intensify its efforts to clean up local government and to deal with corruption, grow the economy, reduce unemployment. Just focus on those things. Society will rally around it. It should not be distracted by the meanderings of a very confused individual who had a child for me and failed to do so. In fact, that leadership that individual is what brought us into the, this crisis as a country today. So the ANC should not panic about a very confused 82-year-old people. So as a final question then, when the ANC, as you say, should be focusing on governance, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on this one. 
Parliament raising concerns about documents that are still missing and not being supported by the submitted by the Department of Public Enterprises on the SAA sale. Um, and instead, MPs lamenting the fact that over a year they've been waiting for these particular documents. What is your thought on that, particularly if the Department of Public Enterprises, under the leadership of the Minister Pravin Gordon, still hasn't made these documents public for us to know how the public purse or the public money was spent? Yeah. Look, we need to protect Parliament's um, role at all times. Um, it's not a question of a of a preference. It's a constitutional obligation. We have to do so. At times, at times it may make some people feel uncomfortable. At times, it may ask awkward questions. That's Parliament's role. If any minister feels that there are issues of sensitivity, commercial confidentiality, that's fine. There are various modalities within which Parliament can have meetings in confidence. They can be closed meetings. That's not difficult to arrange. It's simply a request to the Speaker. They can have meetings in camera, etc., as the need arises. Um, they can ask for a delay in sharing certain information to a certain time. They can do that. So that's not a difficult thing. But I think the, the principle is Parliament must be respected at all times. Its task is to hold the executive accountable. Um, and there should be nothing to be, to be fearful in that regard. I think we should be very wary of undermining the role of Parliament. That will be a, a very dangerous precedence to set. All right, Matthew, let me thank you so much for your time. Do appreciate it. That is Kosati's national spokesperson, Matthew Pox. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.